Hey, it's good to be with you. Thank you for being with us. As always, we pray we're a blessing to you. We've been handling uh, three examples from Paul to Timothy about ministry, his faith, uh, just about following Christ. And uh, one is we handled the, the good soldier. Last Sunday, we handled the, the athlete who competes by the rules. And today we're handling the farmer, uh, the hardworking farmer. So we're going to look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 6. And let me read it with you, and then let's have a word of prayer together. So the hardworking farmer ought to be the first to get a share of the crops. Let's pray. Father, help me to be a plain preacher today, so plain that a child would understand me. Help me to be in tune to your Holy Spirit. Any word of knowledge you give to me to speak to a person that's watching, listening, or both. Lord, if you uh, impress that upon me, uh, I want to be obedient to speak to any situation. Lord, you look at all of us, but you look at me differently. I'm a teacher of your word. I'm your preacher. And upon me is a greater judgment. And I accept my place in rightly dividing your word. So in the name of Jesus, I pray his name that I preach. Amen. We're going to look at the farmer today. And he starts off by saying the hardworking farmer. And in my notes, I said, what else are we going to use for a description here? <clears throat> Every farmer I know is hardworking. Uh, we know that's one of the qualifications of a farmer. You're going to be working hard <clears throat> all the time. The word that is used here by Paul is one of Paul's favorite sayings. He uses this word a lot <clears throat> because he sees that in ministry, it absolutely is hardworking. So he, he putting the picture here of hardworking uh, actually gives a, a word picture like you're taking a beating like somebody who's literally taking a beating. And it's uh, if you're a farmer, you know it can feel that way. It's season after season. There's struggle. Uh, there's suffering. There's too much rain. We're taping this on Thursday. We know the flooding in eastern Kentucky that's going on right now. It, it saddens us to hear about what's happening in that place. Um, the Too much rain, not enough rain. Hail, I've seen hail come and just strip um, the, the farmer of his crop, uh, disease, insects, or pestilence. There's soil preparation. There's seasons where you have bumper crops, and there's seasons when you have, have crop failure. Uh, recently, I've really been uh, watching documentaries about the Civil War in uh, the 1860s. And uh, as it moved around our nation, uh, of how people's farms were devastated. Livestock, crops, all those things. Uh, we know that with Ukraine and Russia now. A lot of, a lot of the grain that, that's sent throughout the world comes uh, from, the grain comes from Ukraine. And because of the war, the, the harvest has been uh, suspended in, in a lot of places. So uh, there's just crop failure, but it can even be even because of wartime. There's mechanical issues. It just never stops. To a, to, a, to a farmer, the description is hardworking and with the principles of sowing and reaping, which are farming principles, it's also patience. Uh, the farmer example that is used here gives the picture of automatic hard work, automatic struggle, and automatic suffering that comes with it. <clears throat> so. He says this hardworking farmer ought to be the first to get a share of his crops. 
Listen, I love the Lord for a lot of reasons. And uh, the, the main one is uh, the cost that he paid uh, for me to be forgiven and free, and that is you too. Uh, I'm there with that. But I also know that he blesses and he rewards, and that rewards can be a common theme in Scripture. We've even handled them in the last few sermons. But the, the reward, the harvest, the harvest of the crop becomes a picture of reward. Uh, this reward can, uh, uh, for you who are in your faith, can be both here and now, or it can also be later on there, or it can be both. It can be abundant and even eternal. So with the, with the three examples from Paul to Timothy, he gave, he gave one as a soldier who fights and serves and trains and pleases the commander, which would be Christ. The athlete, he trains and competes and competes by the rules, those kingdom principles and striving for victory. And the farmer is hardworking He's sowing and he's reaping and he's patient and he gets a share of the crop. All three of these, soldier, athlete, and farmer, means that life in the ministry is strenuous and that it is hard working. And for people who are in the ministry in the kingdom of God, who, who minister in the name, and don't be looking at all of us who are in full-time Christian service. I'm not, I want you to get away from that view in that imagery, that all of us who are a part of the mission of the kingdom of God, it is hard work, but it is investment. It's you stepping in to the mission that is going on and, and being very keen to what the Holy Spirit is leading you to specifically, to specifically do. We're investing. Remember, we're not just passengers we're not spectators in the stands or we're not on the sidelines or we're just passengers in the car. We're not just along for the ride. We are investing in this like a soldier, an athlete, and a farmer. Paul talking to Timothy, he's saying that ministry is hard work. It's physical. Uh, it's emotional, spiritual. I'm just going to be honest with you. T and I both talked. Uh, all three of us, uh, um, Logan as well. Logan's been leading worship at camp for a couple weeks. Uh, T's been out of state and uh, has has more speaking engagements to go to. I've just been uh, wearied now with pastoral things, a lot of stuff going on. It's it's just been tough. Ministry is going to affect you physically and emotionally and spiritually. Uh, it's going to happen. Newt Larson is a man that I, I read some of his writings concerning the example of the farmer in 2 Timothy 2.6. Here's what he said, each person committed to the life of faith will deal with difficult circumstances. They will have issues of temptation. They will have spiritual struggles, adverse opinions, misunderstandings, and uh, not even least of these, exhaustion, that it will happen. If you're gonna have faith and trust in Christ, there's gonna be works. Because James says, faith without works is dead. I don't get to Jesus through works. I get to Jesus through faith in him, faith and trust. But out of my faith and trust in him comes the works. My faith and trust in Jesus is not for a smooth, easy, struggle-free, suffering-free, test-free, or trial-free life. It's not it. 
It includes all of those things. So then you ask yourself, why do you do this? If, if following Jesus can be so difficult, then why commit to this? Why even sign up for this? That's a great question. I hope that you uh, process that. Uh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you what a joy it is to walk through this life with him. Nobody knows this life better than he does. Nobody. He, he put this life together. Nobody knows it. Man, if I'm going to need a guide or if I'm going to need a good shepherd, I'm going to need a savior. I need a redeemer. I, I need someone that's a personal escort through this life. Man, I have Jesus. And he doesn't look at me and go, hey, Jeff, you follow me? It's going to be a piece of cake. He doesn't say that. So why do I sign up with this? Well, number one is uh, he gave me a living soul. He breathed that within every single one of us. And my soul is matched again to the one who gave me life. And I, I enjoy that connection. I also, I also prosper for what he has done for me what he has done for me uh, in saving my life, forgiveness and freedom. I get to live in that for absolute ever. I get to live in that forever with him. Why do I commit to this? Why do I commit with this? Because of all that he has done for me. And I wanna say I'll, I'll walk most of my life with this man. And not only that is the promise and the reward that is to come. I not only get to live with him here, and see amazing things. I've got stories. I have stories. T, do you have stories? Yes, I have many stories. I have stories that match things that are in the scriptures that I read of what he's done with other people. I've seen amazing things and I have amazing stories and I have amazing opportunities in this kingdom all because of Jesus. It's worth every bit of exhaustion. It's worth every bit of struggle. It's worth ev everything that happens, every bit of suffering, every bit of it. It's worth every bit of it because I know that he is real and he has revealed himself to me and has shown himself to me very, very many times. So not only because of heaven, I listen, I did choose him because of heaven. I'm not gonna tell you I didn't. But also the fact is that then there is here, right now. Not only here, but also there. There is a promise to all of us who follow Jesus of a harvest, and not only a harvest, a great reward. One day, right? One day. One day. Listen, it's hard work on this earth, isn't it? I mean, hard working describes the farmers. One day, there'll be an eternal rest, uh, absolute eternal rest. We long for that day. Uh, you who are hardworking in the kingdom, you're hardworking in our church, you're hardworking in the mission of our church, and you're involved with ministries that are beyond our church, uh, it's tough. We get tired. It messes up our schedules. A lot of things go on. But great is your reward, Scripture tells us. Great is your reward. It's not convenient, nor is it easy. But I want to encourage you, don't give up. Galatians 6, 9. So we must not get tired of doing good, for we will reap at the proper time if we don't give up. That, that matches the life of a farmer, too. Uh, don't give up. Uh, that farmer goes on, whether he gets the rain or he doesn't. 
there's those good years and then there's years where there's not so much yield. Uh, there's not so much of a bumper crop. Don't give up. First Thessalonians 1.3, Paul said, We recall in the presence of our God and Father your work of faith. You see the word work? Hard working. Labor of love. See the word labor? Hard working. And the endurance, the patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me read that again. Um, we recall in the presence of our God and faith, your work of faith, your labor of love, and your endurance of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to tell the people in our children's ministry, student ministries, praise teams, the people in the loft, our safety teams, our Kids Way ministry Monday through Friday, Kids on Mission Survey gathers on Wednesday night as we handle the semesters, the prayer groups, all the things that are involved, all the ministries that we have and we're connected to. It's hard work, folks. It is hard work, but you hang on. We're, we're gonna be a part of a beautiful, beautiful harvest. And it is it does become a, a labor of love. So there is reward, there is harvest. Listen, and that reward is not me and you being recognized. It is not us being celebrity ministers. It is that reward is for the faithful. Uh, and that reward is for the faithful from the faithful one. He knows how hard it is, folks. He knows. He knows what we're going through. It's been a tough week. It's just personally, it's been a tough week. He knows everything. He fulfills us. He empowers us with the power of the resurrection. And we try it on, right? We try it on because we know we know that he will bless it and that there will one day be a harvest. Be faithful. Your reward is gonna come from the one who is faithful, the faithful one, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thanks for watching. Let this be an encouragement to you. Be a good soldier, be an athlete, compete by the rules, and you be that hardworking farmer, and you're gonna see, we're gonna see a great reward and a great harvest. You hang in there, okay? You remain faithful. Uh, we love you. God bless you. And you know what we say before we leave this place together, this time together. Grace and peace and make sure you live in both of them.